as I got older, I was like, oh, maybe it's like I did JRTC in high school. It's like, maybe it's the Army. And I got in the Army. I'm like, yes, this is good. But this isn't it. Like, this wasn't what I was thinking of. Um, and then did college, got my master's and all that, and then had the kids. And I was like, man, this is even great. Like, everything just kept stacking. And I'm like, it's still there. Like, it's going. But there's still something more. Like, I have not reached it yet. If you are like me, and know that free enterprise is the greatest opportunity in the world. But you also see there are huge issues starting to arise, like why is mentorship decreasing in popularity? Why do entrepreneurs like us who love to succeed see people fail at the top and never leave true significance? And how do people like us make a lasting impact on the world? And is it possible for enough entrepreneurial leaders together to make a real difference? These are the blaring questions, and this podcast is the answer. Journey with me, your host, Christian. Together, we will challenge the status quo and conquer our legacies. Hello, thank you so much for tuning in to The Journey with Christian. Guys, we have an incredible, incredible woman that we've invited onto our podcast just to share some you know, some of the key aspects of obviously, you know, what we talk about, significance, wisdom, and and leadership. And uh, guys, you know, she is uh, known for being a customer value creator. She helps businesses connect with the right tools, systems, and people they need to streamline their sales. She's also an Army veteran with of four years with numerous deployments under her belt with incredible history of leadership and accomplishment. However, though, her true passion is to help businesses improve their customer retention, devise engagement plans, implementing and executing on customer service systems, and implementing employee programs that help build a stronger corporate culture. She is currently using her skills in TikTok creation and is a well-known influencer in that arena. And she is currently the chief operating officer for Infinite Potential Clothing. So she has incredible, incredible uh, credentials and, and just experience. Ladies and gentlemen, we just want to welcome Heather Hargrove. Heather, how are you doing? I am doing fantastic. I need you to record my voicemail. That was beautiful. <laughs> Well, good, good. Hey, well, thank you again. We appreciate you being on on this uh, podcast. We really look uh, forward to learning from you, uh, just from obviously your leadership skills from the army, and then as well as you know your 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 history in in uh, corporate America, and then um, you know what what's your your new adventure now. If you don't mind, just you know, obviously I mentioned a few things, but you know, just tell our audience a little bit about you, if you will, Heather. Oh man. Um pretty much um revolving around i am i'm a mother of two um i wouldn't say single mother i do my ex-husband i am very blessed with um, a great ex-husband and a great father so i do co-parent and um i get to enjoy my time you know working from home and starbucks on occasion but basically just helping to grow um infinite potential clothing trying to get that brand out there and at the same time be able to help other entrepreneurs kind of step out of their comfort zone and get more comfortable in front of the camera and starting to share their story. And that's where TikTok really started to come into play for me. It was just as a, as a avenue for, you know, getting them to just put the camera up in front of their faces and just posting instead of overthinking it. Um, and that's pretty much it these days. I'm just diving into both of those realms and just trying to see who I can help, you know, grow their business while I grow my business and just kind of share my journey along the way. Definitely. And I know it's interesting because we talked about TikTok and that, that that kind of path a little bit. It's interesting. So many people were on the forefront of Instagram and Facebook and nobody really knew, understood the power of those platforms until obviously, you know, now. And then now we see TikTok and it's almost like that, um, that second opportunity, if you will. And, you know, obviously you see the power of it and we've talked about about it briefly. You're spending uh, large amounts of time because you see the impact and the power of it. Uh, I'd love to just, you know, obviously get your perspective on, you know, your kind of marketing strategy or your strategy behind getting your message out and utilizing TikTok as a platform. Um, at first it was, it was just that watching it. <laughs> It was just trying to figure it out. Um, luckily, I have a 10-year-old daughter who was originally on Musical.ly. Mm-hmm. And just in the background for a while would, you know, watch her create some videos and stuff along that line. And then eventually she was like, Mom, take a look at this. And I was looking at the TikTok. She had me open up one. 
And originally when I started my company, I was like, how about I hire you and you just be my TikTok manager? You know, you can edit a video and blah, blah, blah. We really didn't do too much of that. But once I started scrolling through the platform, um, just was able to start searching and seeing like a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. And that's what really caught my eye. It wasn't necessarily within the same, you know, realm as far as with fashion or with business consulting and, you know, and entrepreneurship. It was more of like photographers and how like a photographer will show you how they're making a photo and then the finished product. And that's just when I was like, this is beautiful. <laughs> I'm like, this is a beautiful way to tell a story in such an amount of time keep, you know, the person that's looking at it engaged in what you're doing to the point where they're rewatching it and then they're rewatching it again just to kind of see that and just having that feeling. And then as I've gone through it, you know, at first I try to overthink it, which I think most people tend to do. We we all do it. And I was just very hesitant. I was like, okay, well, with what I do for my business, what do I post? You know, like I'm not an artist. I'm not here drawing. I'm not you know, dancing all over the place, all these different avenues, you know, people that are doing the woodwork and, and logo design and all these different beautiful things. I was like, how do I take what I do and put that into these videos to start capturing it? And then I just said, you know what? I'm like, I am who I am. I'm Heather Hargrove. You know, no matter what I do business-wise, I want, I feel like when I'm out in the world, I connect better with people face-to-face rather than email sales and stuff along that line. I've always known that. Like, I connect with people. And I just said, let me share my life. (laughs) And then it it became so much easier that way because you're just basically every now and then just opening up um, a piece of your den and you're just sharing it with the world. And the people that resonate with that are just going to connect with it. And then you just take the relationship from there. So then would you say like right now, you know, because I know a lot of people say there's a personal brand and then you got a business brand, you know, would you say that's kind of conglomerate uh, of both that you're kind of pushing forward right now? Because obviously, you know, just getting people to know who you are or how uh, would you say you're kind of pushing as well a little bit of uh, business content as well? I'm just curious how, you know, kind of the, the intricacies of it all, if you will. Well, I think in today's society, it's even hard to separate the two. Um, no matter what, even if you're a salesperson working for another, you know somebody else's company, you're still intertwined. You still are, you know, post about your life and in order to do that social networking that you know that we've implemented upon ourselves, like we did this to ourselves. <laughs> we now have to like, you know, evolve to the fact that you it's it's all together. You know, you are not just what you do. You are a whole person. And I think, you know, bringing that and and bringing it together is what really makes it that much more relatable for everybody else. So I do have specific posts that are more business related. Yes. Um, We also do have for the clothing brand, a whole separate TikTok page because that's more specific um, as far as that. But I think, you know, just going with it and throughout your day, you're doing your business, plus you have your personal life, it's all going to come together no matter what. Mm -hmm. So if you try to separate it, I think that's where it becomes very difficult because then you're very nitpicky about what you're putting on your page because you want to have it. It's It's not like Instagram where you're flowing through the story and you have all these pictures and you want it to flow and you want people to land on the page and they're just going to see these still pictures and you need them to understand exactly what you do just by looking at all these photos that you've previously put out there. They're not going through your feed like that. It's not something that's supposed to be so clean and so fresh. Um, They're going to click on a couple of things that might resonate with them and then there might be a couple other things that don't and that's perfectly fine because you're not selling on TikTok. You're connecting on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you want to take them to other platforms to then, you know, get that connection even bigger. And that that is very valuable, what you just said, is connecting. Because obviously, we're seeing a very large change and switch in uh, marketing and in retail and in general. People are not yeah. buying uh, just a random product anymore. They're buying the person, naturally. And, and that's what I think is so valuable. And obviously you see that in, in the connecting of TikTok and that, that platform. Uh, and that's, oh, definitely. Oh, I've even, and the funny part is, so even with the finishing up of my holiday shopping, 
Um, I'm a very local shopper. I like to know who I'm buying my stuff from, or even, you know, if it's in the store, I reach out to some companies via Facebook just to ask them some questions. Um, I like to be very, yeah, I like to, I like to pick who I'm purchasing from. I, I, I think that it's a very, you know, big thing for me. And I then get to control where I'm spending my money, the people that I'm supporting. So even at a local market that I went to yesterday, um, at previously purchased, you know, some lotions from a local company and I hit them back up and I was like, I need some more to take home. Ended up at this little pop-up market and then found my candle person there because they have these amazing candles. I got to know the husband or the wife that's selling those candles. The price point is cheaper than I would ever get going to Walmart or Walgreens. And it's like, you just make those connections with the person that is that is running those companies and you hear their story and you know what you're supporting. And for me, that's, that's the avenue that I like to go. So I think I want people to like that about me as well. And obviously, you know, just from talking a little bit, I think a lot of that, uh, you can, you can, you can feel that from you. And, and I can, uh, from our first uh, interaction, I've, I've obviously felt that, you know, that was the first thing that I realized with you is like, you know, what, what could I do? How, how can I help? And I thought, wow, this is really cool, you know, cause uh, you get so many of these LinkedIn messages and other things that are just salesy, you know, and I thought that was really neat. Yeah. And that was obviously something that uh, you put a lot of time in and it's obviously um, very well known. So let me ask you this, you know, kind of switching a little bit, you know, going from, you know, obviously a little bit of corporate America to running your own business from the military, you know, throughout life, you've obviously have had bad leaders and you've had le- good leaders and you've obviously learned. And I'm just curious, like, what is the most important leadership lesson you've learned and how has it been? How has it been proven invaluable, if you will? Um, it's basically, and I think it had to do mostly with the last company um, that I was at prior. Like it was, it was across the board as you're going through it. Leaders, leadership is there, but they're not really there. Um, you know, so you're working under these leaders that you might hear from every now and then, but you really don't know them. You're not making that connection with them. You don't know what's going on behind the business. They want you to sell their company and, you know, their product, but they're not really present throughout the whole process. And that was a really big thing for me where it was like, hey, you know, we need to see you on social media and we need you to be putting stuff out there. And I'm just like, but I, I need you to be out there, too. Like, I need you to be out there talking about your company, talking about what it is that you do. What do, what do we do? Because although, yes, I am a part of your company, having people know more about your company from you, it's just this whole other connection. So that's that was what I learned. I just really learned, like, I, if, when, when it comes from that, and then when I started my own company, I, like, I used to hide. I would not get in pictures. I would not pick up a camera, do anything, and starting my own company, you know, as soon as I stepped over into that realm, immediately I knew I had to get comfortable talking about my company, my story, what I wanted to do, why I wanted to do it, because without having that connection, it just wasn't going to work. And I think going through each different phase of, you know, different industries, even from the military, you know, like you barely see leader, you know, you see your direct leadership, but the ones higher up making all the decisions and you're like, well, can't we do this, do that, do that? And they're like, there's no way to discuss any of that. And having that ability to be a leader and as I bring people on, I want them to still see my face out there, helping them grow, helping them build up. How can I support you? You are here, you know, trying to help my company grow what can i do to give back to you mm-hmm. definitely definitely and i think that's so valuable because it's like um and i've been guilty of it myself you know when you get to such an extent where you're you know in that higher leadership if you will if you will you just start kind of like honing off or slowing down you're like you know what my other team has it but the, big, the biggest asset that you could help your team is you go out there and you do the work as well that's the best way you yeah. can motivate people so that's kind of okay gotcha yeah that's that's um, and so then let me ask you this, you know, because I, I was really, if, if you follow, ladies and gentlemen, if you follow Heather on her LinkedIn page, you kind of see a little bit of her, her family style and the way she, you know, obviously raises her kids. And I thought that was really intriguing. One of the posts most recently, if you could just describe a little bit about what just ha- uh, what you, uh, a post that you, you recently pushed out about how you raise your kids and obviously during this Christmas season and giving back. I just thought that was really neat. And obviously it shows uh, a lot of character around your leadership style as well. Oh man, there's so many posts about my kids. <laughs> I'm like, there's just 
so many. Um, was it the one about, okay, so was it the one about um, paying them to do good? <laughs> well, I think it was that, but also I think it was, uh, you also gave like a basket or something like that, and you said, hey, you know, there's a certain amount of stuff that you have to give, uh, and you guys take it down to, um, uh, but I think it was also you, you, you paid Yes. Portion and so forth. Yeah, just. Yes, it, it was just kind of so. Um, things that I kind of picked up along the way, and none of these are original, you know, stuff. Like I might mold them to my own, but like I said, I think you'd ask me about it, and I said I I pay. I pay a lot of attention to everything that goes on around me. That's always been my thing. I'm like a sponge. Mm-hmm. I like to see, you know, what people are doing. I listen to what, what is going on, and that's why I thrive, you know, working around other people because I think it's important to kind of see what they do. And little things that I've picked up um, along the way is, you know, ways to motivate my kids now to to raise them in a better way to for when they grow up. Um, they're only going to be kids until they're 18 that's such a short amount of time and then you are you have these adults that you are then with for the remainder of your life and I'm I want to set them up in a way to where I'm not treating them like kids now because I want them to start feeling and you know and growing into themselves and seeing what they are capable of so some of the things that I especially when like when we go to the dentist, if they have no cavities, they get 20 bucks, like nice. straight up. I would rather pay you 20 bucks for no cavities <laughs> and whatever it's going to cost for me to get any fillings, teeth work, anything like that. So that gets them, you know, Motivation. looking forward to brushing their teeth. Yes. And it's, it's something to look forward to. Like my son keeps track of his, his grades now to the point to where he's, you know, he knows how much money he's going to get for the report card. Like if he's falling short, He's asking for extra credit, a way to turn an extra, whatever he can do, because he knows at the end when he gets his report card, he's going to get paid out. And we have it listed out to where it's a certain amount per A, certain amount per B, certain amount per C. And they know that they're going to get, you know, get, receive those funds as a reward for that. Um, startup funds. Um, my daughter wanted to start selling slime. So I provided the initial startup investment. She did have a plan in place. She knew what she wanted to sell it for, the packaging, all of that. She planned everything. All I had to do was go buy the stuff. And she reimbursed me before she then put her additional earnings into purchasing more supplies. So now, mind you, she used to sell slime for 50 cents. This little girl is up to 350. <laughs> so 350, she is able, yes, she is able to, but she's, slowly increasing her pricing until the market tells her that it's no longer good and then she'll lower it back down so this is something she picked up on her own um the packaging then thus far has improved with the pricing and she does do pre-orders so she actually has people that pre-order based on specific slimes that they want and she makes them custom she gives them the slime it's fantastic is it is it i'm just curious just uh, with with uh that business is that word of mouth mainly or is she pushing advertisements out on that no it's it's um it's basically everybody through school and then door to door so i do allow my kids yes i do allow my kids i'm not you know the one that keeps them in i do trust my children they know the rules they go in pairs and you know the iphone does have tracking on it which great um but there are a couple neighborhoods in the area that i do allow her to walk around she does go door to door and then also people are walking around she will carry her little sometimes a little basket with slime in it and then she'll just show them what she has and then sometimes they'll be like hey you know i need to wait for this person to get home she will legit come back and set the (laughs) alarm on her phone to remind her to go back to that house yes like she is out there getting it um as far as the online stuff, we're still working on it. She has built up um, a Wix site, and then she's written two blogs on that. And then one day she decided to build up an Etsy site as well to help with the selling. And then we're going to start focusing. I'm going to start teaching her how to kind of promote and market it. We might do a little YouTube channel that she can show how she makes the slime, which is a great drawing uh, for free advice on how to do that. You know, the gift to get. So she's in, she likes it. So I'm going to keep letting her go with that until, like, I even told her for next year. I'm like, if you're still into this, next year I will take you to Funnel Hacker with me. (laughs) And you can go network and just learn everything, everything that you want. (laughs) (laughs) 
I bet that would be uh, entrepreneur heaven for you, for her right there. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I would be excited, too. I would be the mom walking. I would even let her. I'd be like, for that event, it's all you. Like, I will be behind you. You handle business. I won't even go around. Like, you just do you. Like, I'm here to support what you got going on right now. Right. <laughs> and so, you know, and that's what's so interesting. And that's why I just really want I appreciate you sharing that because, again, you know, like you mentioned, it, it takes intentionality and it takes hard work. You know, I know that you probably get exhausted at the end of the day and you have to come home and you have to teach your kids this and this and you have to follow through on your own commitment. So I think that's very honorable that you've, you stayed intentional that long. And of course, like you just said, you know, you, you have a, a very short period of time to teach your kids and then you have a very long time to really live with them. So it's like, yes. you want to make sure that you're doing it right. So that's awesome. So then, you know, uh, and, and coming back a little bit of, you know, I know one of your biggest missions is to help people get it comfortable in front of the, uh, in front of the video so that people are just, you know, they, they're, they are who they are, you know, and I'm right. just curious, you know, and I know you said you, you were not that kind of person. I think that's why people can relate to you. You, you weren't like, I can just pop this on and boom, you had to work through that. And so I'm curious, you know, how did you develop that skill of speaking, uh, in front of, in front of that video in front of groups, you know, where, where you're able to become who you are? Just doing it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was, and it was not easy, like, even before, like, even before this, like, I was even more comfortable, like, networking face-to-face like that, but going back even further, so it's been stages, because I think everybody goes through it. I can't say, hey, you know, go straight to video. No, like, back in the day, when I was in college, if I showed up late to class, I wouldn't go in, because I didn't want to open the door and have everybody look at me. That's how bad I did not like to get noticed. Um and then as I as I was aging and then, you know, as, as I had children and then I realized, hey, I have to get out. You know, like my kids need friends. I have to make friends and get out and start meeting people. I started, you know, getting out more into, you know, meetup groups and stuff like that. You know, not high pressure meeting locations. You know, everyone's there for a reason. You know, while you're there, if you make connections, great. If not, you'll still be able to go to another one and try again. Um, it's open to everybody to go. And then. I got good at that, and then, you know, within business, I started to go out and, you know, networking um, and doing that, and then, honestly, I just had to jump into just being myself and just letting go in public as a whole. Like, I am walking around. It's weird. If I could have a camera on me the whole day, I am smiles all day, and that confuses people like crazy. Like, when you're smiling at them from the moment they walk out of a door and they, you connect and, like, I'm just smiling at them, having a great day, like, Yes. Most people are like, oh, I don't know what to do. And they just smile back because yes. um, they just get, they're like, okay, I guess we're smiling. You know, it kind of goes together. So, um, and then even at stores and everything, like standing in line, you know, just making some banter, some, you know, fun conversation. And then, you know, my networking events got better. And then I was able to start, you know, working on the floors at conferences and, and conventions and just going around to where the point where I would go up to a business and just sell them on the floor. Like I would just hot, you know, and I just realized that the face to face for me was actually where I was most comfortable because writing, you start to overthink everything. So I was like, man, this is actually getting easier the more I do it. And then it was then picking up the camera and starting to do that and the first time I actually did that was I was at a conference and I was just kind of promoting being at the conference and I just posted it I was just sitting there it took me a couple takes and I felt weird I actually sat on the floor hiding at that point um because I didn't want people to see me holding up my camera doing it now like I, I would do it in front of anybody even invite them in for the shoot it wouldn't even matter but I like I hid on the floor and I did that a couple times and then I posted it and then I waited and then like you kind of freak out you're like oh my god what did I do um <laughs> and then you're like what if I said something wrong I didn't do it right I don't know yeah. um but then I just did it again and then I did it again and over time, I just got more and more comfortable. But honestly, it wasn't until recently, like where my, the, the the gates just opened with TikTok, and it was like I can be crazy and silly, and people are gonna just love it. And that's who I am, and I, I like that I can I can be who I am. So the business owners that I work with, and that I'm I'm trying to help them out because I do help them with their you know their sales funnels. I'll build those up, and I'm like, okay, now we have this how do you want to promote this? 
You know, like, what do you want to do? Because you could push ads to something all day, but if you're not out there talking about your company, it's not going to do anything. So it's really seeing that step and that point where they're stuck. And I'm just like, we have to find a way to get you over that hump. And one of them um, that's a nonprofit that I work with on Facebook, he went on and did Facebook Live. I was so proud of him. So proud of him. And he's like, Heather, this is great. He's like, I, I can see why you wanted me to do this. Mm-hmm. And it's just watching that growth. And I just love it because it's their company and they love it so much. And they want to make it something. And it's just so hard to see it take that next step if you can't get out there yet. So everyone is different. You got to take different steps, but you just got to start, you know, the face to face and then grow from there. See, and, and, and I think. That's kind of what I want to kind of slightly go into a little bit is significance. You know, what you just said there, so you gained your own success, but significance is where now you're able to take what you learn and and help others. And, and, to, and correct me if I'm wrong, Heather, but just from obviously your voice, you it sounds like you were juiced from helping that, that business owner going Facebook Live and taking that first step. Am I correct on that? Oh, it was fantastic. Like, as soon as I saw the Facebook Live notification pop up, I was the first one in there. I was like, hey! (laughs) I was like, awesome! (laughs) Yes, I was so stoked, so excited. Like, I like being, I want to be whoever needs me. I want to be their cheerleader. I will be their hype woman. Like, I will be like, let's go get it. Like, whatever you need me to do, I am about it. Like, ride or die, let's go. And so, you know, and, and I'd love to hear your kind of your definition, if you will, um, you know, because obviously you understand our, 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 our podcast. You know, there's so many people talk about success and achievement and success and achievement. And yet we see so many people at the end of their life. They, they don't end well. And that's why I'd love to hear your your definition of, you know, the difference between success and significance in your own life. Honestly, um Success would be being able to still do what I'm doing, you know, being able to take care of myself, my family, have money and do things while working for myself. That is my goal. And then leaving something for my kids, like if they want to get involved and get into it and learn it and do that and bring them up or if they want to start their own thing, that to me is is my goal. Like I could say I want to, you know, have a ton of money and I'd probably lie because I hate shopping. Anyways, um, <laughs> but but that is my, like, I want to live my life. Like, I want to every day wake up saying, man, like, what I did today, that was awesome. Like, I don't, that's just what I want to do is just do that. And a lot of it, and I, it, it sounds even before the military, like, when I was growing up, but I know a lot of people have this, you know, so I, I know I'm not the only one. But when I was growing up, I was like, you know what? I know that I'm going to make a difference in the world, whatever it is. Yeah. Like, I know that I am going to do something awesome and I am going to like affect change. Like it's going to happen. Now, whether it's for a ton of people or a few people, I am perfectly fine with either one, but that's what I want to do. I want to be able to continue helping people the same way when I put on my uniform, like when you take off your uniform, it changes a little bit because you're no longer, you know, wearing this thing that people look at you and they're like, man, thank you for your service. You know, great job. Like, we know you're out there trying to, you know, help us. Now it's like I got to put my, my face in front of them and be like, hey, you know, I'm here. <laughs> like, if you need me, just let me know. Um, so whatever it turns out to be, as long as I am following my passion and enjoying every single day and just going after it like that if it changes along the way great i'll move in that direction and i'm still gonna kick butt and i'm gonna keep going um but it's just making sure that you know i can keep doing what i want to do and as long as i'm happy with it i'm good (laughs) definitely definitely, yeah and i know like you just said something that like belief belief in yourself you knew at a very young age that you, you know, that you were like, you know what, I'm going to do something great with my life. I'm going to be somebody someday. And, you know, where did that, because I think some people struggle with that. They, they have some self-doubting beliefs, and I truly believe that there's so many dreams and so many goals and so many things that could have happened if someone believed in themselves or someone added value. into You know what I mean? And, and right. uh, I think it's so incredible, and it's sad to really imagine that. Like, how many dreams have died because nobody really believed in themselves. So what, I'm curious, you know, where did you find that? Where did you, was there like a mentor that believed in you that said, you know what, you are, 
you are better than you know whatever. Uh, I'm just curious, you know, or was that just always self? Uh, you know, you just you were always ambitious, and you're like, you know what, I know, and I'm I'm planting my flag. I'm curious your your story behind that. It was it was always there. Um, it was always there, and this is like at the point when I was younger, and even like worse as far as you know getting out there and putting you know myself. I was just always like I was always the school kid. Like no one ever had to help me with homework or anything. I loved reading. I when I'm out, wasn't reading, I was rearranging my bedroom furniture. <laughs> you know, it was just like I was inside and I was I was doing it. But even with you know the inability to get out there and feel comfortable in front of people at that time and to me, and to, I just still knew, like when I was younger, I was like, I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to happen. Like it's going down. <laughs> and it was just, you know, then as I got older, I was like, Oh, maybe it's like I did JRTC in high school. It's like, maybe it's the army. And I got an army. I'm like, yes, this is good, but this isn't it. Like this wasn't what I was thinking of. Um, and then did college, got my master's and all that, and then had the kids. And I was like, man, this is even great. Like, everything just kept stacking. And I'm like, it's still there. Like, it's going, but there's still something more. Like, I have not reached it yet. Mm-hmm. Like, I still know. Like, even with everything that I have done with my life so far and everything that I've had, you know, the chance to enjoy and, and to be a part of, I know that I'm not done yet. Like, there is still so much more. So it's still knowing. And maybe that's just what it is. Maybe it's just always knowing that there's more. So you continue to go after it. Um, but, yeah, it was it was always there. <laughs> and then, so for I'm curious, Heather, for those that maybe don't have that spark in them, that, you know, weren't like you where you just, you know, I knew this inside my heart and my bones and my soul, you know, that this is who I am. I'm going out there and being somebody. What would you say to that person that, that doesn't have that, you know, that, that would like to get that spark. Is there something that you, you think you would be able to say that would be able to, you know, create that belief in themselves, if you will? Um, for, for me, I, what I would say is when it's at that level, because there's times where you can go in and out, I guess, from it. And when you do have the spark, sometimes it does go away. And I think the times for me when it goes away, and this is where I can kind of see it being, is that people are spending more time focusing on other people's dreams and not their own. Um, they are following somebody else's path and not their own. So whatever they're attaching to as far as that, that's kind of where you can find your, your light dimming and your, your light not fully shining. Yes, we, we need to have people in our lives, but we need to make sure while, they're, while they are in our life that we're not letting what they want overtake what we want. We need to be able to sit back and be like, okay, what, where do I want to go? And not to necessarily picture the end point, but to take that first step. And once you start taking that first step and you're like, man, this is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you get this energy and then you take another step and you're like, okay, this is even better. And the next thing you know, something will click and you will find it. But I think when you spend a lot of your time focusing on what other people are doing and what other people are, want, that's kind of where you can't find what you want. Boom, boom. You know, and I appreciate that perspective because, you know, how many times do we see people just comparing and comparing? And, you know, I think social media has amplified that. However, though, yeah. if you are very confident in who you are in your own path and you become, I guess, if you will, um, you know, um, tunnel focused where you focus only on your path and you don't focus on Billy Bob or June over here. You focus on the path that you have been given because there's only one path and that's for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, so I get you on that, and my gracious, you are um, so true on that. You are so true on that. So then I'm curious, um, wh- who do you know um, um, that I guess our audience should know? Like who, who else do you know that's like obviously helped you kind of take it to the next level? You know, I know you mentioned Funnel Hacking Live, being around that environment, being around that atmosphere. Uh, I know that is a huge aspect. Uh, people understand the law of five, the five closest people. That's who you become. And, you know, what other, um, you know, whether groups or masterminds or, you know, networking uh, opportunities that you get involved with that kind of help you elevate to the next level? Um, I would have to say, well, the closest one. So, yeah, Funnel Rocking, Russell Brunson, all of that. Gary Vaynerchuk, I do watch his content a lot. Um, I do, you know, like to read what he puts out there. It's a lot of content, so it's hard to keep up with everything that he puts out. Um, But on a more closer personal level, um, my best friend, you know, somebody that I happen to find luckily 
and um, one of those meetup groups when our boys were six months old, and now they're 11, and we've been best friends ever since. We have lived right around the corner. Um, she is, you know, her name is Natalie Rolfane. You can find her on LinkedIn. Um, she is my my person that, you know, especially with me starting my own company, was even more as far as supportive. Like, we sit down and when we talk things out, it just, it just happens. Like, we just have conversations. She's very big on increasing your vibration and, and kind of following your path and your dreams. So when I talk to her, that definitely, um, that's it for me. Um, Team Red, White, and Blue is also a big one. Um, I am very close with the local Orlando chapter. There, there are chapters everywhere. So if you're veteran or civilian, we like everybody. Um, <laughs> Team Red, White, and Blue is very big on physical and social activity. So the people in these groups, it's almost like when I was in the military. It's just a hodgepodge of everybody. Like you don't, you're not like limiting yourself to a specific type of person. You have people that are retired, people that have done this, done that, people that are still working, the parents, like everybody is there. And I think everybody experiences different things. So although I like specific groups with specific niches every now and then, I think having an eclectic group is a little bit more beneficial for me because then what I'm trying to do, I then can, you know, talk to somebody else that has nothing to do with it. Like half the time they have no idea what I'm talking about. And that's the best person to talk to. (laughs) Like the one that has no clue what you do when you say it, that's the best person to talk to because that's your, that's what you're trying to, you know, get to is to be able to speak to it to a point to where everybody, you know, that person can understand it. Um, And then there's different Facebook groups like, I like hanging around with some of the moms. So like, you know, the boss moms and part-time CEO, um, you know, being in some groups with some very strong women, I can say like, I love, I love being a part of that as well. Sometimes it's not as intimidating or, you know, the comments are a little bit different. It's a different vibe. Don't get me wrong. You know, being in a group with the men, everything as well. But I think, you know, for women to be able to connect without the men sometimes is very empowering because we don't hide as much. Um, they are, a lot of women are more forceful in those groups. They speak up and, and when you hear them speak, it, it is a beautiful thing because women do a lot and they do a lot, um, at the same time. <laughs> so we, we, we handle a lot and, um, and we kind of share how we handle a lot and our message to our madness. And it, it really does help me out. Yeah. And see, and that's, I appreciate you bringing that up because obviously with, um, and I think this is very well known, specifically women, they, there's a lot of stress that they are under. And what I mean by specifically younger women in the social media age, it's come up with a lot of, you know, identity issues, if you will, where, um, um, you know, they, they're not comfortable with who I, who they are or their body or their, who they, you know, and I'm curious, you know, obviously you have a younger daughter and, mm-hmm. you know, you obviously are, th- those conversations obviously develop, if you will. And I'm curious, you know, what things you guys put in place to help her kind of acknowledge who she is and she doesn't compare herself. Coming back to what you said earlier, you know, making sure you know the path that is set for you and you cannot compare yourself to others in that negative concept because, of course, that will lead down, um, you know, paths that you don't want to be led down. So I'm curious, you know, in uh, kind of keeping that those boundaries and balances uh, for, for your your daughter and obviously, like you just mentioned, for, for women themselves? Honestly, when it comes to her, I've been pretty blessed. Um, she has confidence galore mm-hmm. um, when it comes to her, and she is her own person, and she does not even... <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't compare. She's like, I am great. I am the bomb. I am fabulous. I don't even care what people think, say, whatever. I am me. And I don't know if that's because ever since they were little, because I grew up with issues. You know, our generation, we grew up at a point where we had, even with no social media, we had issues. Like, we were very self-confident. We, we you know, like, not um, we were very self-conscious. Mm-hmm. And we would compare ourselves, and all these new things are going on. If you didn't have these nice things, your parents didn't do these things, and your friends on vacation, where are you going? I grew up with those issues. So ever since they were little, it's been nothing but love. 
one all around, um, letting them know no matter what they are loved, even in every conversation. Like, what do you know? Even if they get bad grades, and that's that's my biggest thing with her. I guess if she's worried if she gets bad grades, like I'm, I'm, I'm very fearful if she ever gets a bad grade because she holds herself to a high standard when it comes to that. And I tried to tell her, listen, it's okay. Like, I need you to be okay if you ever get into a classroom and get a bad grade. Um, but just letting them know that I, I can only help them if they talk to me. That I will always be there for them no matter what. And I never want them to feel like they can't speak to me about something because if I don't know what's going on with them, I can't help them. Um, no matter what it is in life, big, small, whatever it is. So they've always been pretty comfortable just coming to me with stuff, which I've been very lucky, even some things that I, I wish they would talk to their dad about. Uh, <laughs> but, but they come to me for stuff anyways. Um, and we just sit down and we address it. We keep it very comfortable. You know, I'm, I am very open with them. I don't, I don't sugarcoat. I don't hide. Mm-hmm. I call things what they are. I don't make up names for it. I don't try to, you know, go around. Like I don't, they learn so much these days from their cell phones, from social media, from people in their schools that I would be, I would be doing them a disservice if I did not think that they already knew stuff. Now, of course, you know, when they ask me questions, I'm like, what do you think it is? Before I actually answer it. <laughs> I try to get a feel for, like, what they think, you know, things Where are, certain at, yeah. words and certain things. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but, um, no, like, they've grown up pretty freaking confident, which I, I must say that I love, and I'm going to keep pushing them for that. And, you know, they know what I feel is appropriate and inappropriate behavior for online activities. Um, they do know that I check that, but I just make sure that they know that I just want it because I feel like they should be respectful of themselves. They should love themselves. And no matter what, they haven't even tried to post anything bad in any way, shape that I've ever noticed. And all their activity has been through the roof for me. And even sometimes like conversations that I'll hear with a friend that'll go home crying because somebody called them a name and my daughter will have them on speaker. And my daughter's like, but that's not who you are. So why don't even listen to them? Like let them call you whatever they want. She was like, you know who you are. So don't get mad about it. And I was just like, I was almost in tears. I'm like, Oh my God, that's such a beautiful conversation. Well, that is awesome because it sounds like you have a whole uh, a house full of uh, of world changer right uh, tra- changers. Because I mean, I'm, I'm hoping to, to, to have <laughs> an individual that 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 young that has that high self image, if you will, and know who yes. they are and that character. That's really incredible. Because I mean, even myself, I know that um, the, the negativity out there sometimes is overwhelming, and obviously, you, you know, we all can get down in our in our depths a little bit. So that's really cool. Now. I kind of switched it up because I know I, I know uh, we've we've talked a lot of different subjects and we're just jumping all over the place, but I, I think it's, it's it's so valuable. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, who would you say is um, one of your mentors? You know, I know you mentioned you know one of your friends, and and maybe she was the one that kind of you know kind of just always someone to bounce off, but like someone that's uh, a mentor. And I'm curious, you know, what's your definition of a mentor or a mentorship, if you will? Um. I'm going to be cheesy with this one. <laughs> it was, it was my mom. Oh, nice. Um, just, you know, and I think a lot of it, it's, it's hard to say, you know, unless you, there's that kind of, you know, relationship that doesn't work out, you know, as far as that, sometimes there aren't really good parent kid relationships, but when they are good, um, I think your parents are the first driving factor. Um, your parents are really what will make you believe in yourself and to that kind of just like get out there and just do it. Um, Growing up, my mom, and this was, like, before, you know, like, we had dial-up, and we did all these things. Like, she was so cute in the kitchen, and she tried. Like, she was a stay-at-home mom, um, and she worked very hard with us at home. And eventually, she wanted to try to start her own company. She tried multiple things. Um, My little brother um, was deaf. So she tried coming up, you know, with these magnets that you put on the car to let people know that it's a deaf driver and... She um, had this great noodle cool recipe that she would make noodle cool like at home, and then she actually would like package them and try to sell them to the stores. So just watching her go through that mm-hmm. um, and try to push it—that's really what started, you know, me seeing what people are capable of if they really want it. And then even once I had kids, like she was always there, and as far as you know, you just do whatever you want, Heather. Like whatever. 
whatever you want. I have your back. Like, let's go. Um, and then when she uh, when she passed away, like she had cancer for a while. Um, so when she when she passed away, there was looking back on certain things that I wish I would have done with her that I didn't get to do. Because yes, I had times where I was deployed. I was also, you know, once I got back, I was still not, not very comfortable where I wanted to go out and do be very active. I had two kids. I was exhausted. Yeah. Um, and every time I would see her, she'd be like, let's go do this. Let's go. And there were so many times where I was like, no, can we just like be at home and do this or do this? And I just realized that I don't want to have that looking back of I didn't do anything or there was something that I wish I would have done. Um, so having her in my life and, and going through all of those different stages with her made me really know that to be true to myself, I don't want to have any regrets. Um, and every day she has a picture up, there's a picture up right behind my desk of my mom. So she's watching me and I sometimes randomly when something cool happens at work, you know, or work-wise, I, on, I honestly forget and I go to pick up the phone and call her before I realize, you know, that I can't. Yes. And that's how excitable, like, she she was my best friend. She was the first person I would call, even when I was married. I was like, sorry, honey, I already told my mom. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that was that was her for me. And then now it's just my group of friends that I, I have the privilege to surround myself with. I only have people that I see on a constant basis, I can, I can put on my hand. Like I have five people that I really give my time to. Mm -hmm. Um, one of them is my sister. I have my best friend and then I have another best friend. Like, like my groups have like merged together to where we all hang out with each other, my business partner. And then, um, it, it comes like another friend of mine, like where our kids are friends and we just spend a lot of time. And for me, it's more of, I get to see what she's going through and I try to help get her to the next stage. Yeah. So those five people, like that's you sur like you said it before, you surround yourself with your people. And and it might change as you change and you just kind of bob and weave with it. But this has been pretty consistent for me and I just I just keep them around and even on days when I'm working, you know, on my stuff and they're working on their stuff, we just we're sitting at tables nearby each other and we we have that energy. Um, and we just feed off of each other, and, and that's really what, what keeps me going these days. And that's so cool to hear, you know, um, that you're – it's just – it's it's kind of humbling a little bit, isn't it, to think that one woman has had an impact to this to this effect. You know, your mother had yes. an impact with you, and you obviously had an impact with your daughter, and, and so forth and so on. And just that, that one little, you know, light bulb, if you will, uh, that one – flame that kind of lit and and uh, yeah. keeps going that's really really um inspiring if you will uh that's that's awesome so then you know for those that don't understand the power of mentorship if you will what would you mm -hmm. say to those that that say you know uh, i don't need someone i don't you know relationship and all that i, I don't need someone to you know, de definitely men, I, I find men are not open as much as women are. And I always, uh, which is understandable, but also I do understand that, like you mentioned as well, women can't be open as much either. And so we're at this kind of odds and, you know, uh, to have a full mentor, you know, you really have to be very open and it's very humbling because they uh -huh. know all your weaknesses. And I'm just curious, you know, to, um, to hone in on that because obviously your mother she knew you right she fully knew you right. and um to, to get the most out and and say the right thing in the right time because she knew the whole picture what would you say to those that that don't value or don't understand the power of mentorship um i would probably say that they probably have a mentor and they don't even know it <laughs> <laughs> because it's a relationship like how you're saying it's that connection and when you are out and about and you're working and you're doing things, you're making these connections. Now, it might be a friend of yours, and you don't think of them as a mentor, but what you're getting from them and what they're feeding you and all that, like, they could be your mentor, but you just don't think of it in that relationship. There's somebody that you have in your life that you have this connection with that you go to. Mm -hmm. No matter what, like, you have it. Like, it is there, and it's just how you decide you want to use that relationship. Now, if you're not opening up as much and you have that person in your life, I just say, give it a go. Like, what do you got to lose? Yeah. Um, it's it's going to be better.
beneficial for both parties in a relationship. Because I think the mentor benefits from the mentee as well, which is why I think it's also important for people, especially to take on a mentee. Like, you should have somebody that you're building up along the way as well. It should be this this mad path of like, oh my God, it's this mentor with this mentee. And now this mentee is a mentor of this, and it should just continue on forever. And everybody should just be grabbing the next person down the road and be like, listen, you are an amazing person. Let's go on this journey. And if this is the right path for you, stick it out with me. If what I'm doing, if it's not the connection, just go find somebody else. I won't be your friend. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get mad, you know, because not everyone's going down the same path. Like, I've had I've had coaches and stuff before that I've spent some time with, and eventually you realize that their path is different than yours, and you work differently. You're not making that connection, and you just part ways, and you move on, which is fine. I think everybody should be very comfortable with speaking about how they feel in those situations. But, yes, like – you have a, you have a mentor. It just it is it is even if it's an online one that you've never met before that you're you're following on their social media, you're reading what they're putting out there. You might be commenting, communicating back and forth. There's somebody out there that you are learning from. Yeah. Just use just just know that they're there for you and get more comfortable with asking for help. And then take all of that and grab somebody. Well, don't physically grab them, but you know. <laughs> help out somebody else and bring them up and then just keep just keep the path going and, and i think a lot of people miss that second part which you just said is is grab someone else not physically but grab someone right. else <laughs> and, and bring them along with you and that's where you yes. really are able to grow the biggest as well my gracious yes. you know and i, I want to leave it there because that was <laughs> that was an excellent excellent way to end it you know heather i really appreciate you know your time and if you don't mind just just tell uh, tell our audience where they can find you and follow you and just keep engaged with you oh man um so it's at the heather hargrove so h a r g r o v e Pretty much on all platforms except for Twitter because I apparently couldn't make it for that one. And I'm not really on Twitter that much. Don't tell Gary V. He's going to get up. But, um, but it's at, um, at, so um, I'm on LinkedIn a lot. I'm on Instagram, Facebook as well. I do have a Facebook group um, that I have a bunch of my entrepreneur friends with where we're actually learning TikTok together. Um, and they're starting to post, which I'm so excited about. Um, so we have that as well. And then um, Infinite Potential Clothing. Um, and yeah, you can hello at bygrove, that's B-Y-G-R-O-V-E dot com. If you're better at email and you have any questions, just, just reach out and let me know. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is where you find Heather. Obviously you, you, just from uh, the time that we spent with her, she's obviously a very passionate and a uh, woman that, that's a go-getter that can really help you uh, kind of take your life to the next level. And uh, again, Heather, I really appreciate your time. And uh, we definitely, uh, hopefully we can have you on again and just talk a little bit more about some of the most powerful things that you've been through. So thank you so much, Heather. Oh, definitely. I appreciate you having me. This is great.